I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Let's Get Civical. This is the podcast that breaks down politics, government structure, and dives into the context of current events, but in a super fun way. I'm Lizzie Stewart, comedian, feminist, and political junkie. And I'm Arden Walentowski, former Senate intern, campaign staffer, and political strategist. In this episode, we're talking about the George Washington Bridge. So grab your roller skates. And let's get civical. everyone welcome back to let's get civical i am lizzie stewart and i am arden walentowski and this is our 190th episode stop it oh my it's stop it (laughs) i honestly feel like i've blacked out for for Mm. some of these or i'm just like how do we get to one what have we talked about about? (laughs) what the crazy thing to me is that like the launch party that we had. Oh my God. And when we recorded, like, remember all the times we recorded in the studio? Yeah. Meanwhile, yeah. I was like, that happened for like nine months and then the pandemic hit. And yeah. we've just been doing this this way for like ever since two and a half years. <laughs> like, so, like, so many other 
podcast content people. It's just we've embraced the remote life. Yes. I do miss I miss a studio. I miss mostly because the audio in the studio is so great and you Mm -hmm. don't have like my cat or echo or Or your ac my god listen folks at home it's not even my ac and it's it's like the alleyways thing outside of your thing outside of the building yeah and the only there's no room to go to because the other one there's nothing is uh just sounds of harlem which are great but not great for audio podcasts. we love sounds of harlem yeah every now and then there'll be a siren and i'm like you know what you live and you the learn. The siren's just going to stay in the episode. It goes. It goes. We are we are always striving for audio perfection, but you, like it's it's all about the content. It's all about the content. It's about it's about the the knowledge that we that we take. It's about the jokes that we make. Mm-hmm. And it's about the friendship that we've built along the way. That's wow, make me cry. Wow. That was wow. so poetic. <laughs> A tear. <laughs> The tears. tears. She's sobbing. You can't tell, but she's sobbing. So it has been 190 episodes, and I can't think of a better way to just celebrate than talking about a a masterpiece, a a uh, enemy to all, the George Washington Bridge. Oh my God. Well, here's the thing. First of all, what's the thing? We haven't checked in about our our spooky season watching. Oh my god, you're right. You're right. So pause. What have you watched? That we're still like working our way through the Halloween franchise. So now I'm on. Love. We just finished the first Rob Zombie remake, and now we're doing the Halloween two remake. Love. But we're trying yeah. to finish the existing franchise so that we can watch the new one, Halloween Ends. Yeah. It's out. That's the goal. I, what have we watched? I think we've only watched one since we last spoke, which is such an underrated, scary movie. Jeepers Creepers. <gasps> yes. So good. We watched it's that so last year. Good. Like, so it's, good. It's just really well done. And mm-hmm. I I had seen it before. It had been many years. Yes. But Fiance Kyle had never seen it before. And oh. so... It was really great to sort of watch it through his eyes a little bit and have him like relay to me what he was experiencing. Cause I saw it, you know, in high school, it's like it's different when you see it as an adult. Cause you've seen, we've seen so many scary movies at this point that like yep. to have a, an older one that's like pretty well like done. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. And, like, shout out to Justin Long, who has not aged a day. Oh, no, no, no. Not aged a day. That is a beautiful man. Beautiful man. It's, yeah. Um, but Okay, great. But to go back to what you were saying, which is the topic Circles of back. the episode. Yes. Um, We're talking about the George Washington Bridge. Yes. Do you want to tell the listeners why you chose this episode? Because I don't know. <laughs> oh, uh, it's its anniversary. Oh, cute. Mm-hmm. She opened on, a, I mean, she opened I, on October 24th. I, I know this this bridge well. Mm-hmm. She's been in the media. Mm-hmm. She's expensive to cross. She is. She is. She'll bankrupt you She'll if you want to pass you. her. There's no you will never go above like 10 miles an hour, if that, on the mm-hmm. George Washington Bridge. 
it's like everybody like you go through the toll booths and everybody forgets how to drive. Yeah. And they're they, like, oh my god. Oh my god. More cars. Ah. <laughs> and it's like if you if you go, we can all go behind you. It's you it's the exactly. you not going that is causing this problem. Correct. Please You are the problem. You are the problem. Yes, we're doing the George Washington Bridge. Love it. Yeah. Can't wait. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the star sods. Let's. Um, uh, tried and true, beloved, angel of our heart, history.com. Can't Love go anywhere her. without her. Exactly. Um, the Port Authority of New York and New Jersey governs Yield Bridge. Love it. Love it. Classicnewyorkhistory.com. Ooh. I know. Uh, Smithsonian Magazine, a nice article by Allison McLean. And Love. some fun facts in an article uh, on mental floss by Benjamin Lampkin. Great. I love a mental floss. Yeah. All right. Well, let's start out with the question on everybody's mind. Who is she? What is the Washington, the George Washington Bridge? I'll tell you right now. Mm-hmm. She's a bitch. That's what she is. She is a bitch. She's a lover. She's a friend. She's a mother. She's a sinner. She's a saint. Mm-hmm. She do not feel a thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. On October 24th, 1931, eight months ahead of schedule, New York Governor Franklin D. Roosevelt dedicated the George Ro- the George Washington Bridge over the Hudson River. Shout out to Governor of New York, mm-hmm. FDR. Fun fact. Fun fact. <laughs> the 4,760-foot-long suspension bridge, which was the longest in the world at the time, connected Fort Lee, New Jersey, with Washington Heights in New York City. Quote, This will be a highly successful enterprise, FDR told the assembled crowd at the ceremony. Quote, The great prosperity for the Holland Tunnel and the financial success of other bridges recently opened in this region have proven that not even the hardest times can lessen the tremendous volume of traffic and trade in the greatest of port districts. End quote. It's great. It hits my, you right my in the FDR heart. sounded a little JFK. I'm not gonna lie, but I did my best. <laughs> but it, it didn't. But I, I was with you. It sounded, it sounded not so JFK that we got confused. Yeah, it wasn't like full Boston, but no. I was also, you know, I don't have a, a FDR accent in the canon. No, I don't even know crazy. what that would be. To me, it's just I don't know. like the wet jowls, like. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't have any jowls. Mm, it's okay. The George Washington Bridge stands high above the Hudson River, its eastern end resting on the shores of Manhattan, and its western end embedded in the wooded bluffs of New Jersey's Palisades. <laughs> it's not, it does not look or sound as, like, romantic as that no. sentence just made it. No, this <laughs> makes it sound like, on a nice fall day, you could take a stroll yeah. on the bluffs. See yield no. bridge and yield. It's leaves. not a cute bridge. No, 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 no. Twice as long as any previous suspension bridge, it was the marvel of its time, and to some, it will always be the noblest of all bridges. To <laughs> <laughs> to apparently the people at the Port Authority of New York, New Jersey, who this is a no. direct quote from them. Noblest Even, of all bridges, twas she. No. Even amongst the other bridges that exist between 
New York and New Jersey. This is not in the top. No. And then if you just like span out to just any bridges. bridges anywhere, it's not. No. No. We're so very low. So very low. Spanning the river to link New York City and New Jersey had challenged planners and engineers for over 100 years before Othmar Amman, the brilliant Swiss-born architect and engineer, proposed a bridge design in 1923 that ultimately was chosen above all others. I love this. Great. It's great. I love this. This this is the era where we're like submitting designs because there's only like 20 people mm-hmm. who can yeah. engineer. And so yeah. it's like you three with degrees. What do you think? What do you want to do here? And mm-hmm. they're like, here's a bridge, you know. Here's a bridge. Like, Suspended. I mean, it is it is an engineering feat for the for the 1920s. Oh, like, yeah. It's it's still standing. It's structurally sound. Like mm-hmm. all it's it is all the things. It's just ugly as hell, difficult to drive across, and so expensive. Which has nothing to do with Sweet Othmar. No, but he didn't set the prices. No, no. On October 24th, 1931. Two boys on roller skates were the first to cross the bridge over the Hudson River, followed the next day by 56,312 vehicles. Who are these kids in roller skates? Were they, like, already there? Or did they see, like, did they just happen across the bridge? I mean, like, you know how they love using children for, like, photo opportunities? They're like, oh... It's just so funny to me because roller like do people roller skate across the George Washington Bridge? You can. It doesn't seem appealing to me because yeah. as we've talked about, it's very long. Especially to roll like roller skating is such a specific <laughs> activity. I know. Oh. That I just can't no. I can't wrap my head around it. Yeah. I I hope they had like because we'll talk about it. It it wasn't as many lanes back then. There weren't levels yeah. back then. It was just a just a, a levels, honey. Give us levels. Give us levels. So I'm hoping that these two boys just had like the whole bridge to themselves, which nobody has ever had again since that day. No, no. So let's talk about her design. Let's. The Port Authority, uh, with Amon as its new chief engineer, the guy who designed the bridge, began construction in October of 1927. Amon's design was bold and foresighted and was an engineering tour de force with an extraordinary 3,500-foot center span suspended between two 570-foot steel towers, which had the strength to carry two levels of roadway or rail. Oh, so he Mm. already had planned it. They didn't do it right away, but he had planned. He was like, this level and this level. This could do two. Let's do two. We never know. We're going to plan for population growth. Also, I just want to be known as a tour de force. I know. I just want to put that out there. Great. That's what I want. Okay. I want to be a tour de force. Great. I'll get you Lizzie, a poster that about that Lizzie it. Stewart. Talk about a tour de force. Tour de force. <laughs> That's what I want. The physical construction of the bridge itself is a marvel of engineering, as tour de force Lizzie has said. The four main cables are each composed of a single strand carried back and forth across the river 61 times. I don't like I don't like the term single strand in context <laughs> with a bridge. Like I know it's a strong strand. Right. But you want at least two strands. Two strands. Also because that strand is over a hundred years old. 
long and long or maybe not quite over i mean it's basically a hundred years old it old yeah old it's old each strand itself is a bundle of 434 individual wire wraps around a single shoe in the anchorage before looping back toward the opposite shore okay so they okay we've Mm -hmm. got like a horseshoe we've got like a bundle of cords Mm -hmm. forming a single line wrapping around the horseshoe at the end of the bridge both ends coming back and they come back towards the opposite shore. Each shoe connects to a bar sunk deep into the anchorage that holds the strand in place. So, like, deep inside. I imagine a tower. <laughs> I am glad you are imagining something because I'm just like, you lost me at shoe. <laughs> What's the shoe? And, you, and you, you literally saw the word shoe and you were like, oh. Got it. Okay. It's like this. And I was like, I am, I am envisioning sort of a Chelsea boot holding together the George Washington Bridge, to be honest. I don't know what a shoe is in terms of structural engineering, but look, she's lasted the test of time. I'm assuming the shoes are essential. I saw that and I was like, we're going to need some help. Because yeah. I, I, I too like pictured a Birkenstock, and I was like, I don't yeah. think that's what we're going for here. It's not that shoe. Not that shoe. I imagine they mean like a horseshoe type shape of an mm. implement around mm-hmm. which the bundle of ri- wires forming a single line is wrapped around, and that sure. shoe, that Chelsea boot, yeah, is hooked around a bar that's deeply embedded in like the the steel steel the pipes tow- the tower that it's in great i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna analyze it that way and that's fine i say if you our listeners are curious about what this looks like give it the old google <laughs> and take a look see and take a look see and if you are having a better time imagining the george washington bridge being held up by a patent leather Sandal, mm. you go. You go. A Birkenstock? We'd love to see it. Love to see it. Love to see it. All right, let's talk about her construction, her being built, all that good stuff. The two towers were built first. Once the towers were in place, the four main cables, each a yard in diameter, were strung from shore to shore up over the top of each tower. Got it. How do they even do that? That is very large. A yard in diameter? (laughs) Yeah. These are huge. I mean, you see, it's like, they're they're ginormous. It's a huge bridge. (laughs) And yeah, I don't, when it comes to how this, I mean, to me, it's the same thing of like when I'm driving through one of the tunnels, Mm -hmm. I'm just like, how did we make the Lincoln Tunnel in, you know, 19, whatever, whatever. Oh, I'm just like, how did we move the water? Where's the water? Where like, put it to build I the can't to build the tunnel. I, I don't know. I don't know, and I don't want to know where the water is. Where did the water go? That's it's so very stressful questions. to me. So it's when it comes to shit that we did in the 1930s that doesn't make sense how we accomplished it. I'm just to me, ignorance is bliss. Yep. Because otherwise, like, like I won't be able to leave the house. No. no. So after that, the. After that, steel suspenders were hung from the main cables to support the roadway. 
Finally, the bridgemen built the road itself, foot by foot, out from the shores, hanging it from the steel suspenders as they went. It's kind of like, to me, this is going to sound crazy, but you know when you're assembling a bed? Sure. It's like that, where it's like you build the frame, then you put the slats on, then you put the mattress on the slats. Oh, I see. I see. That's how it. Yeah. That's how I'm envisioning it. I don't know if that's correct. Ah, sure, sure. If the if the bed frame was suspended by cables, right? right. I mean, add some wires and there sure. you got a bridge. Yeah, great. The New York anchorage into which the main cables are anchored consisted of a hundred and ten thousand cubic yards of concrete. Weighing 260,000 tons. Sure. She big, she heavy. She big, she heavy. On the New Jersey side, the main cables are tied directly into the rock of the Palisades fronting the Hudson River. At the time, this required the excavation of 200,000 cubic yards of solid rock. I don't love that we're just attached to rocks. I don't love that. Because you know what happens? you know what happens? You say it. Are you... You say it. Is it erosion? It's erosion. It's a lot of weight on those rocks. What happens it's if they so just much. come out? I know. Oh, my gosh. I like it. I don't love it. I don't know what I, I love, love less. That we're attached to rocks, which could come out, or yeah. driving underwater. I don't, I don't know which one I like least. Yeah. I don't. I'm, I'm, it's stressing me out. Yep. I don't stressing do it. me out. I don't want to leave my home. No. Workers built the six lane George Washington bridge in sections. They carried the pieces to the construction site by rail, then hauled them into the river by boat, then hoisted them into place by crane. Like a 1920s crane. I, wild. Wild. Precarious. Though the bridge was gigantic, engineer Othmar Amman had found a way to make it look light and airy. (laughs) Two words I have never thought about the George Washington Bridge, but sure. Sure. (laughs) In place of vertical trusses, he used horizontal plate girders in the roadway to keep the bridge steady. Amman used such strong steel that these plate girders could be relatively thin and as a result, the bridge deck was only 12 feet deep. From a distance, it looked as flimsy as a magic carpet. <laughs> History.com is yeah, coming in hot. Coming in hot. Do you know what that looks like? A magic carpet. A whole new world. <laughs> Meanwhile, thanks to Amon's sophisticated suspension system, that magic carpet seemed to be floating. <laughs> The bridge hung from cables made of steel wires that were much more delicate looking than anything anyone had ever seen. That's what... So he made like a chic, slim bridge. <laughs> he made a, sle- a sleek slim But also I love this, like, we're, we're like spending our life looking at the, the delicacy of steel wires. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Anything thinner than anything has ever seen, more delicate looking. Yes. Yes. That's my that's my take on it. 
appreciation. You know that delicate George Washington bridge? Like a flower. <laughs> like a little dandelion, the GW. <laughs> Light as a feather, oh stems aboard. That's what <laughs> sweet Othmar said. Oh, man. I just, this whole thing is cracking me up. Because if you've ever tried to, like, move across from one lane to the other on the George Horrible. Washington Bridge, Horrible. it's your your life is in your hands. Your life, I mean, it it's is not- Jesus take the wheel, <laughs> and Jesus is like, not on this not bridge. Not me. Come on. This no, is your choice. You chose to do this. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to take a quick break for a little word from our sponsors. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, so let's talk about how she got bigger. Let's. She expanded. So, like we said, the bridge opened to traffic on October 25th, 1931, which was the day after the two boys rolled their roller skates across the bridge. That was on the 24th. One year later, it had carried 5 million cars from New York to New Jersey and back again. It's a lot of cars. Considering... I mean, look, it was a necessity. Like, that's the thing I want to make super clear. A bridge that connects New York and New Jersey, where it is, super useful, super needed. But something's got to give. Yeah. Like, maybe add another bridge. I don't know. Or a tunnel. Or I don't like... Like something. It's something. Something. Or don't make it cost, like, a million dollars. I don't know. No. Oh, also the fact that there... I mean, just the idea that there were that many... I mean, I know it's not five million different cars. But, like, that's... I mean, for 1931... Or, sorry, 1932, five million cars going across the bridge is, like, that's 
crazy. I mean, we just did an episode on the Model T and that was so right. Like that just seems like a lot. Also, I just want to say, because we keep talking about it, so I wanted to provide actual numbers on how much it costs to cross the George Washington Bridge. Mm. It costs, without an easy pass, $16. Yes. With an easy pass, during peak, $13.75. This is one way. One way. Off peak, it's $11. Well, you don't pay the other way. Do you not? I thought you did. Mm -mm, You don't pay the other way. You don't pay to go into New Jersey. But still. But still. Like. Still. They get you because they know you got, like, you got to get into the city, right? Like, I mean, what are you supposed to do? Yeah. Literally. $13. And if you're doing this every day, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure you can get some sort of, like, pass. I don't know. Like, there's. There has to be something for commuters where you're doing this every day. Yeah. There is something. But, I forget what it is. But yeah. Yeah. But still, it's like, that's so expensive. It's so expensive. That's why, like, when I started, you know, if, if you go to New Jersey, there's like, um, like, by the transit stations or the path, there's like all, like, the, like, the commuters basically will, not some, not all of them, some of them, like, go and take transit. Like, they'll drive to Jersey Transit. Mm-hmm. Then take the transit into the city because Jesus, like, could you imagine trying to pay that every day if your work didn't compensate you or right? We'll pay that every day when it's not even like convenient. No, you know, it's it's not. It's like you have to sit in traffic on either the bridge or the tunnel or wherever, and then parking. (laughs) Where are you going to do that? (laughs) Lol. Good luck. No. Yeah, it's It's only commercial parking in Midtown Manhattan. Yeah, that'll bankrupt you. Oh, my God. Anyhow, just wanted to provide some stats. That's great. That's great. Thank you so much for doing that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In 1946, engineers added two lanes to the bridge. Then in 1958, city officials decided to increase its capacity by 75% by adding a six-lane lower level. This deck, the New York Times called it a, quote, masterpiece of traffic engineering. You hear that, New York? Here we go. <laughs> she's a dude she's a it was i think we're just due for another masterpiece of traffic engineering that's what uh, yes. it is because yes. at the time for sure a double decker bridge what crazy still still we need something we need we need a new thing uh yeah we need i, I feel like we need like express and local lanes and by express i mean people who know where the fuck they're going and local yeah. i mean People from Omaha. We need the TSA and I love you, but we need of, the TSA. Pre- yes, exactly. Of lanes. Yes. So the deck was called a quote masterpiece of traffic engineering, while other more waggish, waggish observers were for, referred to it as the Martha Washington. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of funny. That's really funny. <laughs> they got me there. I know I, the word waggish. I don't. I said it three times now. I don't know what it means. Who knows? Who knows? I don't know what it means. The deck opened in August of 1962. Yeah, because all these people now live in New Jersey. Like, we've built up. Like, this is the boom of suburbia. People are living outside the city. Uh, Yes, of course. Then, on October 24th, 1981, 50 years after the dedication ceremony of the George Washington Bridge, the American Society of Civil Engineers declared it a national historic engineering landmark great sure sure no 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 disagreement there no 
Nearly 10 years later, the Port Authority of New York and New Jersey began a rehabilitation project to improve the overall condition of the bridge. This included rebuilding and replacing ramps, structures, and steel. I hope we're looking into the rocks. That's my only hope. I hope we're looking at the rocks. We have to be. We We have have to be be. looking at the rocks. I mean, I just, I hope every day it's part of somebody's opening checklist. Tolls tolls open, rocks in place. Like, I just, Yeah. yeah. Although the work resulted in extensive traffic jams, it was needed as there were over 2 billion vehicles that had already used the George Washington Bridge since it first opened to the public. Aside from routine maintenance, the need was there to give the bridge the upgrades it deserved. Hell yeah, she yeah. deserves. Yeah. George and uh, Martha. You gotta update the bridges. You, you gotta, gotta upgrade the bridges. Yep. It's a necessity. Yep. All right. Let's do my favorite thing in the world. <gasps> Fun facts, fun facts, fun facts, fun facts, fun facts about the George Washington Bridge. First fun fact. People didn't like the name. No. No surprise there. No. Although the bridge was originally intended to be called the Hudson River Bridge, the Port Authority announced Washington would have his name attached to the project despite there being... (laughs) 25 other bridges in America named after the first U.S. president. There was an outcry, and voting was held to determine a different name, with options like the Palisades Bridge, Knickerbocker Bridge, Interstate Bridge, and even the Charles Lindenburg Bridge favored over George Washington. But the bridge naming committee stuck with George Washington and according to the New York Times, quote, declined to make public the nature of its decision. Somebody paid them money! <laughs> it's called dark money, people. Uh-huh. George Washington came down and he was like, I hear you want to name this the Knickerbocker Bridge. Which, <laughs> not having it. Not having it. Which, shout out to Knickerbocker. I, I, I wish it was called that. I would be down with the Charles Lindenburg Bridge. That's true. <laughs> that's that's fun. That's fun. The Lindenburg Bridge. We have to Bridge. do. We have to do all things oh, Lindenburg. We should. Yes. Done. Absolutely. 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 Yeah. I mean, it's so the George Washington Bridge. I like. I get like. We get it. Mm-hmm. It's George Washington, but why? Any, how about Thomas Jefferson? How about, you know, right, right, right. James Monroe? Right. Monroe Bridge. Like, I think we've done enough with Washington. Right. He's he's everywhere. Yeah. He's everywhere. I get the outcry. Yeah. Next fun fact. It was once the world's longest bridge. With a main span of 3,500 feet, the George Washington Bridge overtook Detroit's Ambassador Bridge in 1931 as the longest suspension bridge in the world, beating it out by 1,650 feet. Its title lasted until 1937, not very long. Not very long. When the Golden Gate Bridge opened in San Francisco, and if you haven't listened Mm. to our episode on the Golden Gate Bridge... Go and find it. If you love bridges, we did a whole episode on just the Golden Gate Bridge. Yep. So off you go. Off you go. Off you go. Let's talk about something that will possibly upset Lizzie very much. The toll costs. <laughs> it's, so, it's too expensive. I, it's too expensive. It's too expensive. 
To reach Manhattan on the George Washington Bridge, it originally cost drivers only 50 cents. Five zero. Five zero. Five zero cents. The number rose to $1.50 by 1975, which is not that long ago. I feel like if you did year over year, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. To cross the George Washington Bridge, you have to work a minimum wage job for an hour in New York. Yeah. Not anywhere else. In New York. An hour Mm -hmm. of minimum wage work. That's crazy. Without, Without paying any tax on it. The costs have grown higher since a toll hike by the Port Authority in 2011. Cars and motorcycles paying cash spend $16. Truckers can pay $126. The tolls, however, only apply to eastbound traffic. Traveling into New Jersey is free. This is my thing on on tolls and fares and all of the things. Yeah. New York infrastructure is so bad. Mm-hmm. And yet we have the most, like, one of the most expensive toll systems when it comes to cars and also, like, MTA subway systems. Oh, my God. And it is one of the worst in the world. Yep. It is crazy to me. Yep. And I am all about, like, like I'm, I'm happy to pay to do things. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you, like, the because they're talking about increasing the MTA costs again oh my god and i'm just like what are we doing with the money right what are we doing with this money right like i get it the pandemic happened and people weren't writing the mta as much but literally we how are we always at a deficit it doesn't make sense to me like this is it is so clearly mismanaged yeah that it's insane to me when i first moved here the I think a monthly Metro card was like $67. That's insane. It's doubled in price. Yeah. And they've cut out in the time that I've lived here, I think two or three lines because there used to be a nine and there Mm. used to be, there used to be another one. There was like another line that they cut out. I mean, yeah, you could also say they've added the second Avenue subway, but like it alleviates some of the pressure. It goes like what? I think they added like four or five stops. So it alleviates some of the pressure from the six, but like, no, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I don't, I don't understand. Like, yeah. Cause all, also all of the repairs and stuff, it's like people didn't know how to fix it or didn't want to spend the money to fix it when it was fixable. And then now we're in yeah. this like huge place where we're relying on signals that were in, pl- that were put in place in the 1940s. And there's no real way to, I mean, like, it's amazing. But that the thing is, is like, you got to figure it out. Like at yes. some point, like we got to figure it out. Yeah. Like you can't just keep raising fair prices. No. While you don't figure it out. No. It's like, if you tell me, hey, we're going to spend, you know, a crazy amount of money to basically gut reno. Fine. But like, what's so frustrating is that the prices keep going up, but there's no there's clear. No. Nope. Like plan to the people on what we're doing. We're doing we're we're fast tracking. We're replacing old rails, which is fine and good. But it seems so manic the work. Yeah, and the the I'm like it's just so crazy to me that we had this period of time where it was like a year and a half 
where people weren't riding the subways, yes. where we could have actually gotten a lot of shit done. And, yes. and in some cases they did. Like they managed to do the L line and not like completely take it out for six months. Oh, right, which right, Which was right. their, their oh, big God. master plan. Right. But I'm like, how could we not have gotten more done when during that period? Right. Or it's like, if you need to shut service down, you know, for some, like on certain nights to make, like, do so, like just do literally anything right to make it better well that's, that's the thing. it's so it's so clearly like mismanaged and mm-hmm. it's it's just such a it's such a like to me blemish on oh. new york city as a whole mm-hmm. which i obviously love so much and yeah. i love living here but i mean you know going anywhere else and granted it was built before a lot of modern day subway systems but still like if we can upgrade the george washington bridge right we can upgrade the subway system it just has to be done with integrity right, and right. not with like corrupt mismanagement of funds which is so clearly the problem yeah. because it's Ugh. not like they with the fare keeps going up to the point where it's doubled in the time that i've lived here that and then and then you get a reward of like cleaner trains, trains, yeah, more trains, trains that aren't packed, trains that are on time. No, it it's it gets worse and they get gross and disgusting. Yeah, so you're paying the only more- the only upgrade that has happened in the ten years that I have been here that has been like actually helpful are the are the signs that tell you when the train is coming. Yes, yes, that is the only thing. Yes. Yes. That is like clear that I can be like, yes, that was an upgrade that was made. It is now on every subway platform. Mm-hmm. Super. Because that wasn't always the case. No, that's true. That wasn't always the case. God, there used to be a time when we just would stand like idiots and yeah, waiting for a stand. train. Or um, like go to a bootleg app and be like, hopefully this is hopefully this is somewhat accurate. Yeah. Something that I always look for in any political candidate i'm like casting my vote for is like what are you saying <laughs> right about the mta because mm-hmm. if you're saying this is bonkers this shit i'm like cool, cool an ally if you're saying like yeah like you know we're so proud of you the blah 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 i'm like no you're no. full of shit you're mm-hmm. foolish you cannot yeah. be proud of this no you and like this has nothing to do with the people who work on the mta because those people are the heroes that we all deserve or that we all need and don't deserve yeah Anywho, this isn't an episode about this, although I think eventually we will have to do an MTA episode. A hundred percent. It's such, it boils my blood so much. Oh my God. And if you are voting in November, which you absolutely need to be for all levels, if you're looking at local races, look at what they're saying about your MTA. If you have an MTA. If you don't have an MTA, look at what your local people are saying about transportation near you. Transportation infrastructure. Yeah. What are like... We, we vote people into office who make these decisions. So if you're like, my highway system sucks, there is a person who is responsible for making it better who is probably not doing their job. Okay. <laughs> Carry on. We have one last fun fact. Which... <laughs> my God. I can't even. I'm Now I'm like, I can't even read you have, this. You, I don't. The people need want and will need to know about this. I know. This... Uh, we, You've probably heard of this last fun fact. It was called Bridgegate. 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 
So for four days in September of 2013, which it's wild, that's 10 years ago. Yeah. I feel like we just had Bridgegate yesterday. Really does feel that way. Two out of three access lanes to the George Washington Bridge that originated from Fort Lee, so from the New Jersey side, were closed without warning. The closings began on the first day of school and led to massive traffic congestion just two days before the anniversary of September 11th on the world's busiest bridge. Emails later released showed aides to New Jersey Governor Chris Christie ordered the lanes closed, allegedly in retaliation, for the mayor of Fort Lee refusing to endorse Christie's election bid. So Christie was mad. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen Chris Christie. He's It's very unlike him to get angry. Yeah, he's so it's even very cute. unlike him to retaliate. Mm-hmm. Investigations were undertaken by New Jersey Assemblyman John Wisniewski, the Port Authority, the State Assembly, and the State Senate. We're all looking into mm-hmm. it. Port Authority Chairman David Sampson resigned. Christie aides Bill Baroni and Bridget Ann Kelly were charged with nine federal counts, and David Wildstein, Director of Interstate Projects for the Port Authority, pled guilty to multiple charges, including conspiracy to commit fraud. What I just heard from my own words, (laughs) or from my own mouth, was that Lizzie is right. There's corruption. Yeah, there's corruption. What do you say? And it's just like, come on, come on. This is this is New York and New Jersey. Uh, like I said, not... I love living in New York. I've been here for over ten years. I consider myself a New Yorker very much at this point. Well, well, there's always corruption. Like follow follow the breadcrumbs. Like if if anything is happening with bridges, tunnels, or the subway, that is like, what the flop is this about? It is because somebody has been paid to do something shady. Like, yep. this is in our DNA. It's part of what makes life fun, not in the moment, but like afterwards, you're like, yeah, this shit could only happen in New York. Yep. Because the governor <laughs> of New Jersey was pissed that he wasn't endorsed. So he shut down lanes of a bri- like that. Is, of course, of course, that's of course. what we do. And then and then we, as a result, the New York side of it was like, we're going to investigate and then put these people in jail. Like these people got jail time. It's, it's, I mean, as they should, like, fuck that. Because again, these are people who do not care about you and they don't care about if you're inconvenienced or if you lose wages or if you even get fired because you were late to work because you were stranded on the bridge because of traffic congestion. They do not give a shit about you. Wasn't there, like, an ambulance stuck on the bridge? Like, there was somebody who was, like, in medical distress. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. People need that bridge. People need that bridge. People need the tunnels. People need the MTA. People need the buses. So when anybody tries to fuck it up or, like, cut off service to you accessing that, it means they do not care about your needs, like your basic needs, because you can't you ha- in order to live in this city, no matter where you are, you have to use public transportation mm-hmm. to meet your basic needs, or at least the majority of people who live here do. So that's why you got to get involved. And that's why you got to get like super local, because that's where it matters. It's true. It's true. And that's, and that's my, that's my big spiel. Early voting in New York starts soon for the, for the midterm. So make your voting plan, everybody. Mm, everybody go. Everybody go, because you never know what's going to happen on election day. They might shut down the bridge. 
That's true. Oh, my God. Wouldn't be surprised. Boy, I wouldn't be surprised. Wouldn't be surprised. But that is the end of our episode on the George Washington Bridge. We love it. We don't, but we love we infrastructure. We, we do love infra- infrastructure. Like her all that much. I would just love a little look-see to see if we can upgrade this at all. That's mm-hmm. all. But in the meantime... We love you so, so much. And if you like what you heard, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Let's Get Civical. As always, please rate, review, and subscribe to us. We love you so, so much, and we will see you next Wednesday. Goodbye.